Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your hosts are Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends and family with the resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here are your hosts, Sharon and Becky. Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. My name is Becky Olson. I'm a three-time, 20-year breast cancer survivor. I'm also a professional speaker and the published author of The Hat That Saved My Life. And hello there. I'm Sharon Hennepin. I'm a 23-year survivor. I am also a certified life coach and the author of my upcoming book, Thriving Beyond Cancer. And we are also the co-founders of Breast Friends. We have a great topic, very interesting topic today, mindfulness, learning to thrive with cancer. And our guests today are Tamara Green and David Dashinger, and they are the co-creators of Loving Meditations. And boy, what a great story they have to tell. They're going to share with us today some simple mindfulness practices that will bring calm and ease to your cancer journey. And boy, that is something that when you're in the midst of this, you really need that. So welcome, David and Tamara. We're so excited to have you with us today. Thanks, Becky and Sharon. We're yeah. thrilled to be here. Very excited Yay. to be here. <laughs> Yay. Well, Tamara, let's, let, let's start with you. Can you just take a minute and introduce yourself to the audience and then tell us how you and David met? Because I know that's going to be a great story. <laughs> it really, actually, it's kind of like a Hollywood story, love Woo-hoo. story, actually. Um, yeah, I'm I'm Tamara Green. I'm a psychotherapist. I have a practice in Manhattan, have for almost 25 years now, and also a hypnotherapist. And then ha- I've been uh, facilitating meditation uh, groups and workshops uh, for my clients for many, many years. And um, actually, it's a part of the story of of David and how we finally got married. It, it took mindfulness and meditation on my part and yoga for me to finally get to that place of being um, loving myself enough to actually be ready to get married to David. Oh, <laughs> so I love let that. Me, <laughs> let me try great. to give you the short version of <laughs> Uh, his sister was my roommate, or yeah, was my roommate in at USC in college. And David came to visit, this is in LA, USC, University of Southern California. David came to visit from Boston and our eyes locked and it has been, you know, it, it was uh, an amazing <laughs> electric moment. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> he has very, very blue eyes and, um, um I was captivated from the very start. So, um, you know, long, you know, we were together, not together, together, not together. And there was, <laughs> there was an eight-year hiatus where we didn't see or speak to each other. Wow. Uh, we were actually engaged and then eight years of nothing. And then uh, ran into him one day in a street on Manhattan. He was walking his dog. Are and you serious? I, very serious. So... We met in 77, but we didn't get married till 94. It was about four oh months after we ran into each other in Manhattan that we got married. <laughs> I, is that called wow. kismet when something like that happens? No, I mean, it's definitely. just clearly meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I think well, it, was, <laughs> it was probably canine intervention, too, because... <laughs> 
yeah, dogs the dog, can do that. The dog had a hidden agenda, and he was probably leading me down that street, knowing exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. Oh, that is so funny. It. You know, my son went to USC, and I have a daughter and her husband and grandkids in Boston. So when you said those two things, it really warmed my heart immediately. So, right, and so my daughter's that. in 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 New York. So yep. yeah, lots of connections. Yeah, yeah, real. It, so, and our daughter's in Boston, too. Cool. Hey, um, <laughs> David, you're a music composer, and it sounds like you've had quite a quite a, a wonderful experience and journey with that. Can you take a minute? I know that's not what our topic's about today, but I think this is way too interesting to pass up. So, so tell okay. us about that. Sure. I grew up in a musical environment with uh, music educators and my family, and um, after a a year, uh, years of working in the record industry, doing mixing and recording of uh, of records, I morphed into what I thought was more creative, and that's composing music for television. I've been blessed to write for CBS Sports, um, all of their premier sporting events like the Masters, the Super Bowl, um, other NFL wow. and college football, college basketball. And um, so that's one of the things I do that uh, that I really love, um, just the excitement and the the drama, the spectacle um, really has been a fun project for me. Boy, wow. I guess. Well, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. And, and you're also a stage four cancer survivor. And that's pretty serious. So tell us about your diagnosis and your recovery, because that's huge. My story starts in a barbershop. It started uh, actually three years ago. I was, I was at Fast Freddy's getting my usual haircut. <laughs> and in the middle of it, he pointed to my neck and said, what's that? And I looked in the mirror and I saw like a protruding lump that was unbeknownst to me. Um, and it, was, it looked big. I mean, something just wasn't right. So I began the process of getting it diagnosed and um, after several appointments, scans, biopsies, um, the the word came down. It's stage four uh, head and neck cancer. Oh, my boy. gosh. Wow. Um, That's Tam- been scary for you. Whew. Yeah. So, Tamara, how did that diagnosis impact you? Must have been well, scary as can be. It, it was uh, terrifying. And four days before that uh, doctor's appointment that he delivered the news about stage four cancer, our son, our teenage son, was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> when it rains, it pours, I guess. I and guess. so I, you know, I was, and our daughter was already off to college. So I was just, uh, ah, in the beginning, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, I'm, you know, it was the three of us at home, and um, I'm going to have to be the caretaker for both my son, who is really not feeling well at all and missing school, and my husband, who needed to start treatment uh, mm. sooner than later. Yeah, so wow. it was a huge impact. Um, and I was certainly freaking out a little bit in those first few days. Yeah, I'll bet you were. You know, I mean, to go through it with one person, but then to have two people whom you love tremendously and have them be so close to have to deal with that, it's just, ah, oh, I can't even imagine. So I'm going to guess that there were probably some unexpected hurdles that you may have encountered. What, what might some of those have been? For me, it was... Um a radical role reversal right off the bat. Um, right. Yeah. One of the other things I do is I'm a professional firefighter and advanced EMT. So 
I'm used to being in the role of solving people's problems to showing up and help them, being the caregiver, essentially, mm-hmm. in, a, in a medical emergency. And now it flipped. And yeah, the sort care of embrace, receiver. Yeah, embrace like, yeah. you know, everyone's kind of focused on me and I'm the patient. So yeah. that was um, that was unexpected and certainly took a little uh, adjustment on my part. I'll bet uh, it did. That yeah. feeling of vulnerability must have been just excruciating for you. <laughs> Truly. I mean, I think, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I, I made the conscious decision. I'm going to go this route of chemotherapy, radiation, and put my life and my health in the hands of these doctors mm-hmm. and embrace it totally. Like whatever, whatever that means, I'm just going to give it a hundred percent. So um, I did that knowing that, you know, there's, there's risks, there's rewards, there's, uh, you know, there's side effects. And um, they gave me quite an extensive list of side effects for um, getting radiation in the head and neck area. Yeah, it's got to be a lot different. You know, I've had radiation in, in my breasts a couple, because I'm a three-time survivor and I've done radiation twice, you know, through my first and my third. And But having radiation in your breast area has to be a lot different than having it in the neck area because there's you're just so much closer to a lot of stuff there. So that's just got to be different. I, I, before we go any further, David, I have to just ask you, how are you doing? Are you, are we recovering? What's going on? Do you um, mind? Yeah, full recovery, uh, 100% <laughs> okay. back to okay. normal life. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I'm right. so glad to hear that. I just, Thank you. We hadn't so, asked that earlier, so I just wanted to <laughs> right, make right. sure that we have some celebrations here. That's very, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm sure that also one of the things that Sharon and I have discovered in, you know, through our cancer journeys, and we always try to share this with other people, that, you know, it's not all gloom and doom. There are always some unexpected gifts that people find. So I'm sure you had some. Can you share share that part with us? Sure. Uh, you know, it it was amazing what happened once I got past the initial freak out and, mm-hmm. and overwhelm and, and stress and sleepless nights. I've tapped into the practice that I've had for so many years of, of presence, you know, meditation, yoga, um, gratitude, and they really they really made a huge shift and turnaround for me. So I, I, it w- it really went from um, feeling very, very stressed 24-7 for about three days to getting a very uh, grounded, solid, uh, steady feeling. And I certainly had my very stressful moments, no question about it. But I have to say that it really set a tone for the rest of the uh, whole time that, you know, my 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 two boys were getting their t- treatment, you know. Yeah, I yeah. that. That's amazing. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, so... Um, Tamara, what what is your connection to mindfulness? And and um, I, I mean, it sounds like you've been doing that this practice for years. Mm-hmm. So how how did that really change this whole cancer journey then for you? Yeah, you know, um, I when I initially started talking about how we met. We were engaged, and when we broke up, it was uh, a very sad thing for both of us. Um, but I just knew I wasn't ready. I knew that inside I would really mess up a marriage if we were mm. were, were to go ahead and get married. So it it's what actually launched me into my uh, 
my practice of, uh, you know, I really started to explore yoga and uh, mindfulness and meditation and presence and all of that. And uh, so I did. I did yoga every day. And my favorite part was always the meditation. And uh, I, you know, from there, I just was able to get present and uh, start to see the the joy and bliss and even in the, the problems or the uh, you know, what looks like a problem usually turns out to be a gift. I started getting that very clearly. And then when I was mm-hmm. working with my psychotherapy parent, uh, parents, <laughs> that too, There's, that's a Freudian slip. Woo. <laughs> Unless you didn't say psycho parents, that could be a lot worse. <laughs> we just went to a course this weekend where she said, uh, you mean everything you say. I guess I just meant what I just said. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, I just saw the benefit uh, when I worked with my clients um, and helped them on their path of gratitude and mindfulness and all of that. So, um, so now I'm trying to remember the question you asked me. Oh, and, and how it in the cancer? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it was uh, something that. Um, it just completely uh, turned everything around for both of us. Um, you know, David and I would talk about it, our our gratitude. Very early on in his treatment, we would go on walks. We called them gratitude walks. Oh, and, that. yeah, so we would just take turns back and forth for about an hour saying what we're grateful for. Oh. And it was just amazing how it just eased everything up. Just really, wow, he had an hour's worth of stuff to be grateful for. That's really <laughs> cool. That's amazing. And, and you know, that takes practice um, because, again, sometimes, uh, especially when we're going through a difficult time, uh, it, takes, it takes a while for us to even kind of come up with a couple of things, you know, that we're grateful for on a couple of, you know, day, daily. And that's a practice I know I try to pass on to to patients and and survivors as well and it's interesting because meditation's always been kind of one of those scary topics for me because when I try to be still my brain just kind of you know goes crazy and so just for anybody else who might be listening to this who doesn't really understand the concept of meditation before we go on to your business I'd really love to just get a little bit of taste of what that meditation is. I'm going to give you uh, my perspective, and I'm someone who started, uh, I learned transcendental meditation in college and did that for a few years and then sort of got off it. Um, but over time, I realized I do things that are meditative practices, not um, not the quintessential sitting in the lotus position with your thumbs right. touching your <laughs> index finger, you know, I with incense burning. I can't quite see myself doing that. <laughs> so, I guess it's unfortunate, but meditation kind of has a connotation of of that kind of spiritual, you know, uh, Indian-looking situation. Where, in fact, you know, if we can just still our thoughts and get present and just be mindless for even a short period of time, that's meditative. Um, okay. We are, you know, there's studies that say that we're lost in thought like 47% of the time. So nearly half of our waking hours, people tend to be just caught up in thinking about the future, thinking about problems. So in my opinion, meditation is just clearing the mind, stealing the mind, and just allowing, allowing life to be in that moment. 
I love that. And it takes the scary out of it, too, you know, because you can just, you can do it probably anywhere. You don't have to be sitting on the floor in that position and, <laughs> true, you know, true. that and kind it, of thing. Okay. Meditation can be something as simple as just being uh, conscious of your breathing, taking okay. a deliberate mm-hmm. breath in, holding the breath, a deliberate breath out. And with the focus on just simple breathing, um, it tends to quiet the mind and, and put you in a more centered and grounded place. Oh, love that. Love that. So tell me what loving meditations is and how did you come to create it? Loving meditations is, uh, and I'm going to say an offshoot, even though that's not the right word, but David and I have been creating meditations for about seven years before he was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, I called the Miracle Monday. So I would create a guided meditation and he would write this gorgeous music to accompany it. And it was a very popular thing. And then when the cancer diagnosis came along, we, you know, the light bulb went off and we thought, hey, we can do this specifically, my, you know, um, guided meditation specifically for those living with cancer. Right. And Right. So it just kind of morphed into loving meditations. Well, that's wonderful. And and so is there any research demonstrating? You guys, actually, let's hold off on that question because we do have to go out to break. So we'll, we'll pick that up on the other side because I think there's that's a really great question. And okay. hate to cut you off, but we do need to take a short break. But before we go, you know, on our show, we've spent some time talking about palliative care and how important it is. And, you know, actually, it's just part of a patient's total care package. And did you know that Regents Health Plans offers the most comprehensive palliative care benefits, providing an added layer of support when you and your family need it most? So stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. the last time you felt free. It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a card that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regions Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness.
are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We've been talking about mindfulness with Tamara Green and David Dashinger, co-creators of Loving Meditations. So right before the break, we were getting ready to talk about the the research that is really proving how well um, meditation and mindfulness can work. Can you kind of share some of that? Yeah, you know, uh, to date, or maybe even there's more now, but uh, 163 at least uh, research projects have already shown the benefits. But I, I'm going to talk about one specifically having to do with breast cancer. It was okay. done several years ago in the UK, and they had about 229 women who were going through chemo and radiation for their breast cancer. So about half of the women, it, it was an eight-week course, um, and half of the women were in a mindfulness-based stress reduction. It's called MBSR program. And the other half just had standard care without the uh, MBSR. And the researchers found that the women who had the MBSR felt emotionally and physically uh, better and had fewer hormone-related symptoms that women um, had who had the standard care and the physical effects of treatment, including hormone treatments, r- just dramatically improved. So they wow. were actually recommending that women going through uh, cancer treatment absolutely get the uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction because they saw a huge help in that. Well, and That's that makes great. sense because if you're concentrating on all the negative things mm-hmm. that could happen that, you know, may or may not happen, um, and I think we we tend to then, you know, feel worse. So that makes complete sense to me. Oh, yeah. So, so what kind of people seek you out at Loving Meditation and how does, how does, that, how does that work? Well, we feel like uh, our tribe are those that are living with cancer and their caregivers um, because uh, we obviously we've had that experience. Um, so we would say that it's people that are currently in treatment um, and their caregivers, as well as people that are surviving um, years after treatment and after cancer who are looking for a way to get through it or to to um, handle everyday life with greater ease. And that could just look like, you know, uh, more ease sleeping or just a calmer approach to the day. Right. That makes sense. So tell me what's unique about loving meditations and what separates you from other mindfulness programs. Sure. Um, Well, as I said, we've gone through the cancer experience. So we have that kind of knowledge of what it's like to be on the other side. Firsthand. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, And so... Because of that perspective, we also have targeted certain areas like sleep, like anxiety, um, which are common pain points for cancer patients and caregivers. Uh, Burnout is another one. And uh, so we have 
created um, an app that delivers this these meditation programs that are they're grouped into these different topics. If somebody would like to just follow a sleep program or follow a uh, an energy program, and um, we take into account that people have a lot of downtime. They're either sitting in the infusion center for hours and hours, or they're they've got days off in between treatments. Mm-hmm. So we have um, programs of different lengths. That can be useful in the waiting room, it could be useful in the infusion center, or just to help you fall asleep at night. So when they say there's an app for that, they... <laughs> there is an app for that, huh? There is an app for that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, when I went through my journey, we didn't have apps for anything, so, and Sharon, know, too. Me, too. So mm-hmm. it's right. such a blessing to to have that so so, so many resources out there that there weren't but the tricky part is if you don't know what you don't know (laughs) yeah exactly it's you know sometimes people don't even realize what's available we have that same problem sometimes with breast friends you know people don't know all what we do so it definitely makes a difference it's it's kind of funny when you were talking um uh, Tamara, about about when you were starting this whole mindfulness thing and the cancer journey and everything, and it reminded me, it, it's kind of like, you know, if you need to learn something yourself, you start to teach it or you try to, you know, pass it on to other people. And that's something that I find very um, helpful in my, in my journey and learning something. If I teach it, it's like that constant reminder of, oh, yeah, I, I need to you put that into my life a little better, <laughs> <Yep>. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Are yeah, you finding that, that sure. to be the case too? <laughs> yeah, I, I found um, throughout the years of uh, teaching my workshops and uh, working with my psychotherapy, um, I also for many years have had a dating and um, relationship coaching business as well. So what I find is that when something strikes my interest and I know it's striking my interest because it's actually coming through to me, you know, when I'm doing meditation, I get a lot of information, you know, from the universe, from God and the universe around. And uh, so I know it's my little cue to go out there and start learning something about this so what I tend to do is get very immersed in it so that I can teach it and so you're absolutely right the more I teach it the more I'm able to embody it myself yeah. uh, and I think so I then, it. then you can yeah. walk your talk too you know which yeah. is which exactly. I think is important yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and if I can add if that's okay if I can add a of little course. onto what David was talking about too you know like you said earlier meditation or one kind of meditation like sitting in a lotus position is not for everybody there's different kinds of meditation for everyone and what I love is that um, I I love bragging about my husband so I'm going to do it again he is an absolutely off the charts fantastic composer just gorgeous music Grammy nominated uh, composer and um He also is a master at creating the most gorgeous imagery on video. So even if you have trouble meditating, just closing your eyes and listening to guided music, don't worry about it. All you have to do is just open your eyes and look at the stunning nature imagery uh, or or the interesting imagery on the meditation, on the video, and you you will be guided right into a, a joyful, blissful, present state of mind. 
So is so that be- what guided means? Is 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 something like that is kind of helping you get through it? Is that what guided meditation means? Yeah, I mean, guided meaning it's my voice. So it, okay. in most of the meditations, you're hearing my voice and some there's David. But, you know, I'm actually saying, okay, take a deep breath in, breathe all okay. the way, hold your breath. So that's what's guided. But then there's also his stunning music, which takes you, you know, deep into your soul, plus the nature imagery and the or the, what would you call that? The graphic kind of images. Yeah, yeah like it's kind of ethereal floating imagery, a little mm-hmm. bit abstract, but sometimes it's more to just to not have a specific focus, but to kind of like get people to just space out a little bit and uh, and not think and not, not focus. So I'm okay. trying to find your app in the app store right now, just so I can see what it looks like. And I just want to make sure I'm getting to the right one. So what does your little logo look like, your icon? It's a light blue with a heart in the middle. Okay, it's the first one that came up. Cool. Just want to make sure. So it says loving meditations, calming, mindful, and then dot, dot, dot. So I'm just going to go ahead and install that puppy. And um, so, yeah, we, just to let people know, if you go to the app store and just type in loving meditations, and as they just said, it's a blue with it's a blue background with a white heart and some little dots. And, um, and that's, I've just opened it. And it looks like it's a free app, too. It's a free download. We we have some uh, premium content, which okay. is uh, available like in an annual membership. But um, we do have some some uh, material there at no charge, such as uh, we tell our story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, meditation for both the caregiver and a patient called From Cancer to Calm. Yeah, where cool. Yeah, Tamara like just that. guides yeah. you into a, a, a much more peaceful state. And it helps kind of dissolve some of the judgments people have around all the words that are involved with cancer. Like, you know, you hear a lot of, we get bombarded by a lot of heavy terminology, right? Yeah. Right. You, have, you have to learn a whole new language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what I like is as soon as I download it, it says, will you be using loving meditations primarily as a patient or a caregiver? So you get to pick. So I, that will probably help narrow down all the stuff you're, that you're looking at. You guys, this is great. I'm going to play around with this later so just want to make sure people know how to find that app because i think it looks like it's a really good okay. one so yeah. well, so good you. for you yeah um so, you know we're we're uh, yeah we're, we're still good we got plenty we got plenty of time so sharon you okay, had another so question I, I i'm just sorry had one more question yeah and i just was curious you know our tendency is you know we kind of can get obsessive about different things and we can say the same things in our head or you know and it ends up creating more stress for ourselves and for others so you know if there was one thing you wish you could say to people um who kind of have that tendency uh, what would that be um, so when you're obsessing about something, it's of course immediately causing stress right. and, um, anything that is causing stress is fear-based. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you realize you're doing something fear, you, you know, you're thinking or feeling something that's very feel, uh, fear-based, the um, the way to cure fear, all fear, is love. So if you can just kind of stop and smile at yourself, don't don't judge yourself, but smile at yourself and say, "Oh, 
I'm in fear. Oh, you know, or <laughs> <laughs> poor me. There I, I do it again. Fear. And then compliment yourself because compliment is a derivative of love. It's one of the virtues of love, right? So you can compliment yourself. You know what? I didn't want to get up out of bed and face my day and have treatment or, you know, be a caretaker again and rush around like a chicken with my head. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. I got up. So good for you. So what you're doing is you're just uh, reframing what you just said in your mind. And if that doesn't work, I could even give you a really super, super quick, quick tip on how to just get present because when you're in the present moment, you are tuned into awareness and peace and bliss and possibilities. Uh, is that okay? Do we have time? Yeah, for absolutely. Please. Okay. This, this is great for all the, you know, people sit out there saying, I don't know how to meditate. I can't do it. It's too hard. Here, exactly. here you go. Right here. Just pick anything on the wall, anything on the wall that grabs your attention anything at all. And then you literally describe it to yourself in your own head. How tall is it? How wide is it? How heavy do you think it is? You know, um, if you were holding it in your hand, what color? Is it rough? Is it smooth? And when you start to describe something to yourself, you are totally in the present moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I that's really that's really good advice. I remember when I, I've, I've had five children and I've had them all natural. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> but but it wasn't easy. And I remember when, on my first one, a nurse came into my room when I was really deep into labor and she put a picture on the wall, taped it right to the wall, a picture of a mother nursing her brand new baby. Aww. And she told me to look at that picture when my contraction started again. Just look at the picture and think about the baby and think about how that would feel and and you know to be holding her. We knew it was a girl at that point. So she, you know, she really that's what you're saying. Just yeah. focus on something that's outside of you because it takes that attention away from kind of what you're dealing with or feeling and you're focused there. Is that kind of, is that what you're saying? Is it the same thing? Yeah. And even if you focus on your body, so right now, if you Mm -hmm. just put all your attention on your feet and feel Mm -hmm. the bottom of your feet and how they're hitting on the inside of your shoe and just feel your feet, nothing but your feet, even breathe down into your feet, 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 you notice that suddenly you just feel really calm because you're just completely focused on this one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have neuropathy. I wish I could feel my feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. <laughs> so, David, can I ask you a question on, on this kind of the same subject or it's you know close to the same thing? Sure. If you could just come up with one thing that you wish you could say to people who you see doing the same things over and over, you know, you're you're approaching it from the cancer patient perspective. What what was that one thing that you would say if you could to get them to stop? Well, I think that we're constantly in a very stressful situation. So we're sitting around waiting for scans. We're, you know, worrying about the diagnosis. We're worrying about the result of the tests we just had. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's in a very stressful environment, which is the waiting room with some loud talk show or, or news show. So I would recommend to just bring your own personal device and some earbuds so you can, and whatever program you like to listen to that calms you down, whether it's music or the sound of waves crashing, and use that as a way to 
tune into that rather than the noise and the stress of that particular environment. Oh, yeah. that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense because we get so so confused by all the stuff going around us at the same time. And yeah, it's I think that's really great advice. Um, so Tamara, I, I think you probably already touched on this, but I don't I don't want to get away from the subject until I know that you've completed it. But I know that you are obviously an expert in this field from the caregiver perspective. And if you could give us one tip that would be life changing um, to people who are going through their cancer journey, what would that one tip be? It's uh, to say thank you. Thank you to yourself. Okay. Thank you to uh, other people around you. I mean, I'm talking about gratitude, the practice of gratitude right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you to your body for what it's uh, allowing you to do. Thank you for this experience. I mean, you know, it's interesting. There is a benefit an absolute benefit in every single situation. And I believe that our job is to find that degree of benefit in every moment that we're in. Uh, and now, of course, you're not always going to be looking for that benefit. But with the, the faster, the sooner you get into a, a practice of gratitude and start mm-hmm. saying thank you to the nurses. Yeah. Thank you to your friend who just, you know, thank you to yourself. Thank you, body. Thank you. Um, you know, even sunshine and, um, you know, the things we normally take for granted. Thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you. When you do that, you're, um, you're training your mind, you're creating new neural pathways in your brain to be focused on what you want more of instead of what you fear because when we're stressed right when you're in fear you end up creating more fear because you know it's like the universe around you is like oh that's where the attention is i think we'll give her more of that because that's what she's asking for exactly (laughs) but if you're focused on what you're grateful for and and yourself definitely yourself included then you're going to actually get um evidence of more things to be grateful for yeah, no, I agree with that completely. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm one who's kind of been a worrier most of my life. And, you know, I've I've had to learn some things, too, because, you know, we worry about things, which, of course, worry causes fear. And, and then fear adds stress and all of those things. But, you know, one of my favorite slogans I learned from my flooring guy, and I've shared this on other episodes before, but um, I had a guy come in and install flooring one day. And I said, but what if, what if, what if you pull it up and blah, 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 blah. And he <laughs> says, Becky. Don't put demons where none exist. <laughs> I oh, loved that. Good. And that's he said he one. made it up and he said I could steal it, but I always give him credit because <laughs> it's the right thing to do. But I'll tell you, I, you know, every now and then I've got signs like that around in different places because I am that one who can, well, what if this happens? But what if it doesn't, you know? What if it doesn't go that way? And and it does help you focus on the things you can be grateful for. So we are actually out of um, our our time for this epi- or this segment. So we'll come back after the break. So stay with us. And uh, if you have any questions, this is a chance to call 866-472-5792. And we'll pick up the rest of this on the other side. Stay with us. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. 
please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a card that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regents Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We've been talking about mindfulness and meditation with um, uh, Tamara Green and David Dashinger, co-creators of Loving Meditations. So tell me, David, how is Loving Meditations delivered to people? It's available through an app. Um, the one that you guys were just looking at on the App Store is one of the apps. Okay. And for those that aren't uh, people that are iOS users, we have another app that's can be viewed on any kind of device, a computer, uh, smartphone, tablet. And you can access that by simply going to lovingmeditations.com. And there are a few different links there that will take you to our app. And... Um, there's a link for the iOS app, and there's a link for the web app. Wonderful, wonderful. And so what will we find when we, when we go in there? <laughs> <laughs> so the apps have a couple of uh, features that we, uh, we really think will help people just brighten their day and, and uh, go through the, their journey with more ease. One of those is every day you get delivered uh, an inspiration, which could be a quote or uh, interesting Snapple fact about uh, med- mindfulness or the human body. Um, there are meditations in a uh, sort of a revolving carousel, and there are programs that will uh, group the meditations into different areas like sleep, anxiety, calm, uh, more energy, that kind of thing. Okay, good. There's so, a, I forgot one. I forgot one little thing about that too. It's sure. um, there's a feature that we put in there called the advisor. So if someone is kind of stressing and they know oh, I really need a meditation but I'm not exactly sure what that should be mm-hmm. the advisor will help you find that meditation you just swipe yes or no uh, as it asks you different questions and it'll help you 
find the one that's right for you at that particular moment. Oh, I sounds love that. That's great. Yeah. That sounds Instant great. Instant relief. <laughs> yeah. And and again, just like I had said earlier, sometimes we don't know what we need. So I'm really glad it has something like that. Because again, if you're new to meditation or mindfulness, it it would be a nice way to be able to kind of gently get into it without really knowing a whole lot about it. So that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So so when somebody goes onto the website and they, they look it up. Um, what what kind of benefits would you say are available for patients and, and caregivers? Well, if uh, you uh, opt into our newsletter, you're going to get an instant benefit, and that's a free uh, meditation video that we've provided, plus some tips, some of them we've been talking about on this uh, show. So that's great. And... Um, what else? Well, we have um, we have a new feature called Mindful Minute. So it's literally about a minute, give or take, where we just focus on one of the points that uh, that we talk about. It could be mm-hmm. gratitude. It could be uh, you know, take what's the gift in this situation that I'm not seeing. Um, so right. a very quick way that people can kind of just shift in a you know a minute or minute minute and a half, and. So- um, just getting people into the habit of a new practice. I think, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we all know, uh, habits, um, everything we do is habits. But at the same time, changing a habit takes some time, takes some effort. And so just the fact that you give these little daily kind of reminders is really helpful, I would think, to kind of, oh, yeah, I was going to do that today. <laughs> right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The the, uh, the app will actually push a reminder every day if you enable it, that uh, when you pick up your phone and you look on the home screen, it'll say, you know, watch another meditation today. Oh, and good. isn't yeah, it interesting that cancer is one of those things that is a beautiful opportunity to actually make tremendous change oh yeah yeah it talk, it's it's definitely an eye-opener um mm-hmm. and and sometimes we're just putting one foot in front of the other getting up doing the same thing we did yesterday just because we did it yesterday and again sometimes it does take something like cancer to kind of slap you upside the face and go oops <laughs> i might i might want to do something different <laughs> correct and that's yeah. that's that could be the greatest gift i think it was in my case that um, I hit bottom totally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and like yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the muck and looking up, and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. how does it get better than this? What's the gift? And I realized it, the opportunity to press the reset switch, like I could revisit things and change things and try different things, and you know, just look at a new way of approaching things in my life that weren't working previously. So mm-hmm. that was right. quite, quite a. An astounding uh, revelation. And one of the gifts uh, from this cancer experience for us has been creating loving meditations. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, we're, and we're being really able to share it. share your passion around that as well, which is wonderful. Um, I love it when, when something comes out of a passion and an experience like this because it has a lot of... Um, energy and feet behind it, you know, to get it up and going. And I love that. So I, I, I know we kind of talked a little bit about this, like when you're waiting for scans or exams and test results. Um, are there any other tips for, for people who are kind of in that scary space to, 
to to bring yourself right into that present moment again. I know you mentioned, you know, paying attention to something on the wall or on your feet or, you know, that sort of thing. Is there anything else that might um, be a helpful tip? Um, nature images are very, very powerful. If, um, you know, if you're inside and in a waiting room, you're actually seeing more and more doctor's offices and hospitals um, feature organic materials and water um, and pictures of nature. Um, so if you have anything, uh, a book, a favorite book of beautiful photographs of some place that you love, that's something that could really, just looking at the image, could be really centering and grounding. Mm, makes sense, yeah. One and of the things is, that, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. One of the things that we have, um, how we work with healthcare providers is that we have what's called waiting room TV. Uh, it's um, it's an hour long, and, and it loops, it just keeps going. But it's, David, again, David's gorgeous music, stunning uh, scenery from around the world. And uh, these interesting uh, quotes and facts and inspirations, even, you know, Having you, can you imagine just being in the doctor's office or waiting for a scan and then, you know, on the monitor, it's asking you to take, you know, three deep breaths and that sort of thing. So it's very powerful. And everyone who's ever watched it says, oh, I'm so blissed out. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That's wonderful. I'm sure you've gotten a lot of great feedback um, Mm -hmm. from patients and caregivers and maybe even providers. Do Do you have any stories you want to tell? Um, we have folks that have reported that they've um, been able to stop taking their sleep meds uh, so oh. they can sleep better at night, um, mu- relief from muscular pain and uh, discomfort. Nausea. Nausea. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the common side effects that you know we find um, happens to most people that are going through chemotherapy or radiation or both, um, it's, you know, we've gotten some great feedback that it's helped people. I'm so glad. That's That's wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. You know, we're coming toward the end of our show. We have a few minutes left, and I don't want to get too far down the road and not be able to let people know a little bit more about what's coming up. So let's start with where is Loving Meditations available? Best way to find us is at our website, lovingmeditations.com. Okay. Okay. And then do you guys offer any kind of, I mean, do you do any hands-on, one-on-one workshops or any of that kind of thing? Yes, I, you know, oftentimes after I do a workshop, uh, Mm -hmm. patients or caregivers want to work with me one-on-one. I do, I work with people all over the world, you know, Mm -hmm. Skype and phone, but I certainly have an office too in uh, Manhattan and also in, uh, it's called Scarsdale, New York. Okay. Uh, So there's certainly that, but also what we've been doing is teaching workshops at uh, cancer support centers and and healthcare providers like infusion centers and hospitals, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a very unique kind of uh, yoga. I guess I'll call it yoga, but it's intense stretching and body tapping where uh, and meditation. And by the end of the class, people are ju- they walk in with frowns and they leave smiling, and you could just oh, see yay. a complete turnaround. <laughs> so I love we. That. We love to offer that. That's our contribution. We love to offer that those workshops for free, you know, like Gilda's Club and other support nice. centers. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah. I'm sorry you're not in Portland. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, invite us and we'll be happy to come. <laughs> you know, we, we just started a new program called our Warrior Women Workshops, and mm. it's we're going to be focusing on four of them per year, or per, per quarter, I guess. What is it, Sharon? One per month? I don't yeah. know how it's going to work one, exactly, one but... Month. <laughs> but we'll have it's kind of a support group with a focus, you know. So it might be yoga one time. So it sounds like we're kind of in sync on some of the same stuff. So let me ask you guys this question: What are you working on right now? Got anything new on the horizon? Well, we've uh, we've started to do some of our meditations in Spanish because we oh, realized cool. there's such a large population of Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. people who uh, are uh, needing this as much as anyone else. So that's Absolutely. been one of our uh, our recent projects and uh, the Mindful Minute is a new series. We're starting um, to, to release one of those about one a week, which is a quick, easy kind of uh, reset. And uh, and then we're constantly adding new material to our okay. catalog of meditations. Okay. And how is the Mindful Minute delivered to your audience? Is that just uh, something that they get on text, or how no, does that it comes work? comes in the app? It's a short okay. video with uh, you know with music, voice, and uh, some pictures, and uh, okay. and just a. a very succinct message. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well, you know what? We, we still have time for a couple more questions. So I am going to ask you very quickly, what one piece of advice or encouragement do you have for caregivers who are struggling right now? If you had one piece of advice or encouragement. Yeah, it's such a great, great question. Um, I find that caregivers have a hard time asking for help. So ask oh for help and <laughs> yeah. then, and then receive it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or somebody's asking you, you know, people really want to help. I mean, give them something to do. So mm-hmm. go ahead. If somebody says, what can I do? What can I do? Just give them a job. You know, yeah. will you good please is, pick up advice. my kids from the, from the school or whatever? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, that is so hard to do, but it is so important. And we stress that to our patients that we work with all the time. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help because people want to help. They just don't know what to do. So give them a job. <laughs> they love it. And it takes sometimes a lot of pressure be, Sometimes yeah. you have to be a little creative. We had yeah. a family member who was really, really wanting to help. And there was really nothing we could think of that, you know, would help us. But then we realized, well, they have experience with uh, service dogs. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can set up like a therapy dog visit. That, oh, you know, fun. I would come visit and they, it was yeah. perfect. They loved it. They ran with it. And uh, we got a visit from a beautiful lab, Labrador. Oh, so. I love that. Oh, I love that. You know, on our website too, we do have a whole bunch of ideas of things people can do to reach out and help. So if you kind of get stuck, you can go to breastfriends.org and find some ideas there. We are almost out of time and I am just so sad because this has been so great. So we have about 30 seconds left before we have to close. So how do we learn more about you? If people wanted to reach out to you, why don't you repeat those uh, web addresses again? And sure. so we can do that. Okay. We're, we're located at lovingmeditations.com, L-O-V-I-N-G-M-E-D-I-T-A-T-I-O-N-S.com. You can reach us uh, various ways through that website and access our app. Wonderful. Well, you guys have been great as guests today. Thank you so much uh, for being you. on our show and being so informative. And I love the work you guys are doing. I know Sh- I speak for Sharon as I say that too. Uh, so it's really been great. So we do have to go now, but we will be back next week. Until then, remember, there is always hope and we're here to help you find it. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. 
Please join Sharon Hannafin and Becky Olson again next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is always hope, and we'll help you find it. We'll talk again next time.